Okay, let's get started with Parshas Pinchas for this year, Tavshin Ayin Aleph. Uh, again, broadcasting here from Camp Kaley. Uh, let's start with a Nesiva Shalom. Slana Marebi, who asked the obvious question, a couple of obvious questions, and uh, some asked by others as well in the first piece. Pinchas ben Elazar ben Aaron HaKohen, Eishev Eschamasi ben Yisrael. Pidchas' reward for the courageous act that he did was to get a brisi shalom. Kodesh gave him a promise of a brisi shalom. So the first question is, what exactly was the midah keneged midah here between what Pinchas did and the schar that he got? Line four. What exactly was the connection between what Hashem gave him and what he did? Because on the one hand, on the surface, His act seemed to be one of tremendous courage, tremendous bravery. Gvura, he killed the Nasi of the Shvatim. And one would have thought that his his schar would be he would be a courageous fighter. His descendants would be great in battle. What Hashem give him? Bracha shekula chesed, a bracha that was total chesed, total shalom. So it seems like even opposite the schar that he received versus the action that he <coughs> that he fulfilled. Okay, so how is it his brisi shalom is a schar for the act that he did? Question number one. Question number two that is asked by already Chazal Pinchas ben Alazar ben Aaron Kohen. I know who Pinchas was already. What do we need to emphasize that that he was ben Alazar ben Aaron Kohen specifically in this context? Right, why is uh, why is it mentioned? Why is it mentioned here? And even if you look in the last week's parsha, it's already mentioned four psukim ago. The maftir in the end of Balak. Vayar Pinchas ben Alazar ben Aaron Akohen. So already know, even if you want to say the first time he's mentioned in this context, you have to mention who he was. But now it's mentioned again. When Hashem is telling Moshe what to do, so why exactly is he miyuchas to Aaron? And finally, third, the emphasis that Hashem is giving Moshe. Maybe this is already a clue to the answer that Hashem says, I'm going to give him a brisi shalom and it will be for him and his descendants forever. He achieved kapara for B'nai Yisrael. So hopefully we'll get back to that, the emphasis of that line uh, in the Hemshech. Okay, so let's see what he says. Says the Nesiva Shalom line 12, let me explain. What exactly was Pinchas' action here? What did he do? We could get to the root of the Misa. Ki amna ma'aseu shapinchas hayu kulo chesed. Velo hayu mitzad ha'gvura. At root says the Islam Rebbe, Pinchas' act was not gvura. It looks like gvura. But the root of it, the machayev of it, what motivated him to do it, was chesed. Chesed to kill somebody? What type of chesed is that? Like the Pasuk says, He got up from amongst the people. What did he see? He saw the sorry state that the Jewish people were in at that moment when there was a terrible sin being committed in front of all of them. What an embarrassment for the nation. 
Shachote b'maseihu ha-menuval mashpilu mevazez klal Yisrael. They were showing up the rest of the Shvatim. They were showing up Moshe Rabbeinu. They were showing up Hakadosh Baruch Hu. This terrible avera that was being done in front of anybody, everyone lahachis. Shari Yisrael kedoshim heim ubekir b'mnaase ma'isa shafel hamimit bizayon no raklal Yisrael. What an embarrassing moment in our history. And Pinchas feels this bizayon. He can't stand idly by while his nation is embarrassed on a spiritual level in front of God. And because he cannot bear to 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 carry this cherpa, he is forced to get up and do something. That's where it comes from. And that's the emphasis. You could have also asked this as a question. What's the emphasis of mitocha eda? He gets up out of a feeling for the Eida. Mitoch is his Arevos that he feels. Daika. Kemoshim of first Petorah Sa'avos. Mitoch hargashas achrayas la'eida. V'godel kedushas Yisrael. Because of the hargasha of the achrayas that he feels for Am Yisrael. V'ech yachrish kishenase kazebi zayon v'chilu kedushas of shal Yisrael. I can't stand here when my fellow Jews are being embarrassed. V'harei. That's step one. So it is an act, mitoch ha'eda, because he feels for the others. It was all about rachmanus. And that's why he's meyuchas to his grandfather in this context. It's not a genealogical point that just last week, we already know who he was. But we have to know where it comes from. Where does it come from, this act that he does? Line 26. Vayar pinchas ben Elazar ben Aaron who obviously was the symbol of Chesed and Ava. That's why it emphasizes him in this context. It's Mitocha Eida, it's Pinchas Ben Elazar Ben Aaron HaKohen, and even though it looks like Gvur on the outside, HaKadosh Baruch who knows that ultimately achieving Kapara for Klai Yisrael, that's the ultimate in Chesed. The ultimate that we could do for our fellow Jew is to bring Kapara, bring him closer to Hashem like the Kohen does. says there's no, there's no greater... There's no greater uh, act of chesed that can be done. And then he continues, and he says that's that's exactly what the pasuk even says here. Lachain. If you go to the next column for a moment, line eleven in the second column, Vizegam Masha Torah Madgisha Lachain Emor. Hidden knows Los Brisi Shalom. The Torah is emphasizing the Mida Kenegem Mida. Therefore, because he did this. Sha'al Karchach Magilus Kharmi Midas Achesed, Kihaya Ze Mais Achesed, Lachap Rabbe Yisrael. Shalafamim, Shachlino Bemidas Hagvura Lashem Chesed. Sometimes you have to stand up for something in a powerful way in order to protect the rights of of those who are who are being taken advantage of. Avo Be'etzem Kulo Chesed, but at root it is Chesed, and that is that is the Gablus of Pinchas, that is the muck, that is the root of his actions. Okay. That's the Nesiva Shalom getting us, getting us started for the evening. Let's move on to Avil Nagon. We haven't had a Grah in, in a couple of weeks. So this is a take-home Grah. A take-home Grah. Uh, the first part of this, uh, some more familiar with thoughts of the Grah might know the first part of this, but, but the addition is what's new for this evening. And if no, we haven't heard the beginning of it either, it's, uh, here we go. So again, the first Pasek, second Pasek. What did Pinchas do? Heshiv es chamasi me'al b'nei Yisrael. 
Right? He turned back God's anger from B'nai Yisrael. B'kanoes kinasi b'socham. He was jealous for me. We spoke about that in the past. What does it mean? B'kanoes kinasi shahayali liksof. Says the Vilna Gon. Let's focus on the words heshiv eschamasi. Source number three. Shamati b'shem agrab hazed davar nechmat. I heard a wonderful idea from the Gra. Tehine b'tevas machsis hashekel ha'os ha'emsoes mimachsis hitzadik. The middle letter of Machsis is a tzadi. As we know, the word Machsis. Vahi Rashi Tevis Staka. In the word Machsis, in Machsis Ashekel, the middle letter is a tzadi. Tzadi stands for Staka. And what are the letters close to tzadi in the word Machsis? If you look at the word Machsis, you have Ches and Yud close to tzadi, Chai. And you have Mem and Saf, far from tzadi, Mes. To symbolize Staka, Tatsumi Mavis. Tzedakah, if you stay close to Tzedakah, so then Chai is next to you. Lomar Lacha, Ta'idea Tzedakah, Yekarov Lachayim V'Rochah V'Mavis, O Kamam R'Akasah, like the Pazak says, Tzedakah Tzedakah V'Mavis, like we know the Gemara, at the end of Mishnah Shabbos, and I give it to you, the Gemara tells us the story of the daughter of one of the Tanaim, with the night of her, the day of her wedding, there was a poor person who came on the, to knock on the, on the door of the wedding hall, and everybody was very busy, and the Kala herself goes to the door and says, what can I give you? I'm very poor, I don't have, I don't have food. And the Kala herself gives a plate of food, or her plate of food, to this Ani at the door, and she forgets about it. And that night, as she was about to be with her husband after the wedding, she takes the pin out of her hair, and she sticks it in the wall, and it's obviously dark, she doesn't see where she doesn't have a night table in those days. She sticks it in the wall, and the next morning, the Tanayim, the, 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 her father comes knocking on the door, and he sees that the pin of the wall was really stuck into a snake. And the snake was killed when she put her, her pin into the wall, and pinned the snake on the wall. And the father says, did you do any type of chesed yesterday? Because it must be that you've done something. And she described it. And that's what the Gemara says. So Tzadimavis says the Gra, you have a Tzadi in the middle of Machsas Ashekel, which is Tzadimavis to the base of Mikdash. Tzadimavis, you have Chai close in, and you have Mace further out. It's distance from Mace. Okay, that's part one. But then we get to our Pasuk. Lachain Pinchas Atzadik Shehechnes Atzmo Bisakana Linkom Nikvat Hashem Tzavakos If you think about Pinchas, he was Moser Nefesh. He was going out on a limb. Everybody, all the, there was a Shevet that, how would he know that he wouldn't be killed on the spot when he was trying to to um, commit this this uh, brazen act in front of all of Klal Yisrael. So he was machnes himself into a makam sakana, kumosha amru b'sanhedrin, like it says in Sanhedrin, vayipalel, milamet sha'asa palilos kono, he did a self-judgment with his, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyachol, kadesh shalom yovah chas v'shalom Klal Yisrael, he was trying to protect Klal Yisrael, v'gam sikin nafsho mi shevet shimon, and also the whole shevet, he was killing their nasi, they would have protested. And who says Zimri could have turned around and, and, and speared him? The Gemara says that all these Nisim took place, that Shevet Shimon didn't kill him, and Zimri didn't turn around, all these protections that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave. Tzedakah doesn't only mean a money. Tzedakah means acting on behalf of someone else, giving of one's money, giving of one's time, giving of one's uh, abilities, giving, a, giving a, a good word, giving one's life. On behalf of others, that's the greatest stucker that we could give. What are you giving money? Well, giving one's life? It's even more so. So he did a tremendous act of stucker. So what did he do? He shiv 
Es Chamasi. He turned around the Chamasi, the anger that Hashem was going to have for Klal Yisrael. Look at the words Chamasi. It's the opposite of Machsis. Chamasi has mace in the middle and Chai on the outside. Mace is the center. What was going to happen? HaKadosh Baruch Hu was very upset at Klal Yisrael. There was going to be a plague. Like There were so many plagues already in Sefer by Midbar. So Pinchas was Heshiv. He turned it around. By doing it Staka, he changed the Chamasi into Machsis. And in that way, he was able to protect Klal Yisrael. It's the opposite. If he wouldn't have done it, the Vilna Gon saw the Torah in, and the words of the Torah in a, in a different way than the other other human beings saw. So he took the Machsis and he he put it together with the Heshav Hamasi. Okay, let's continue. It says the Pasuk in Perech Avav, now moving right along into the, after the story of Pinchas, after the Magefa took place, Count Bnei Yisrael, after all this is Sefer HaPakudim, the official name for Sefer by Midbar, not by Midbar, but Chumash HaPakudim, and we have another time that Bnei Yisrael counted. Twenty years of age. Whoever goes out to battle. So Moshe and Elazar speak to Am Yisrael. You have to come and be counted. Good. And now the Shvatim and the families are start, starting to be counted. Ruven b'chor Yisrael b'nei Ruven chanoch mishpachas ha-chanochi. L'falu mishpachas ha-palui. L'chadshem mishpachas ha-chetroni. All the names. Shevet Ruven, Shevet Shimon. All of them are... Are listed here. Look at Rashi, Pasakei. Why Mishpachas Hachanochi? So Rashi picks up on the fact that Hashem's name is put together with every one of the families. Right, it's Mishpach Hanoch, uh, Hanochi. By the way, just a parenthetical, a trivia question. The only, well, I gave it away because this is the Pasak, but you could ask it at your Shabbos table to Shabbos without saying the answer. The only name in the Torah that four people are named that. I mean, there aren't four, Ruven, four different Ruvains in the Torah. There aren't four Avrahams in the Torah. There are four Chanochs in the Torah. All right, the first one is the seventh person that was alive. Chanoch. But there are four Chanochs in, uh, in the Torah. You can look it up. So here's one of them, Ruvain's son. But the first one, Mishpachas HaChanochi, Lefalo Mishpachas HaPalui. So Hashem puts his name with every shape. What does that mean? So Rashi quotes, Lefisha hayu ha'umos mevazenosam. The umos, the other nations of the world, were disgracing and making fun of the Jews. Va'omrim ma'elu misyachsin al shiftehem. They were being mis- What are these that are misyachis to their shvatim? Svurim heim shalot shotu ha'mitzriim bi'imosehem. What they, what they kept clean. What the, the mitzriim, the Egyptian men weren't monsters with the, with the women. Sure, the way that the Egyptian men had did whatever they wanted with the Jewish women. In begufam hayumoshlam kavachorim benishoseim, right? If they to, if they subjugated them in work, surely they subjugated them in the bedroom. Lefiha Hashem put his name in every family, unless it had it already in their natural name. Hey mitzadzeh v'yud mitzadzeh lomar meir ani aleihem shem benayavuseim. This is a family. This is a pure family. And I'm testifying. What does that mean? 
Shiftei Kah, but you can read it, Kah Edus Yisrael, the Yun the Hair Mayid Lishiftehem. Lafichach Bakulam Ksiv Hachanochi Apalui, that's why you have the Yud and the Hay put into every Shavit, except as I mentioned, Avobi Yimna, you don't need it in in Yimna because you already have the the Yud and the Hay. Wonderful, beautiful Rashi. Kodesh Baruch was made on the purity of every Jewish family. The question that Rav Sarutskin asks, though, is why only here are the Shvatim broken down into families? B'nai Yisrael were counted earlier. Parshas by Midbar. They're not broken down into families there, right? You just have the Shvatim. But Dafka here, Dafka by Pinchas, but later, later on, right? Well, what changed from Sefer Bamid, Parshas Bamidbar, the earlier countings, Bamidbar and Nasa, where we only have Shvatim breakdowns, and here by Pinchas, where we have, uh, breakdowns even into families. Says Rev Saratskin, is to teach us about family. HaTorah, sorry, it's a little cut off. HaTorah ba'amrolo tov heyos adam levado limda otanu levaker es chayi hamishpacha al chayi habedidus. By the phrase in Parak Beis in the Torah, lo tov heyos adam levado. It's not good. It is not the ideal for a person to be alone. The Torah is telling us that the goal of life is not to be single. The goal of life is to be married and raise a family. Ki milvad hasimcha vahatoeles. Besides the internal simcha and nachas and, and selfish feelings that one feels good in being proud of their family, but it also teaches ahava and chesed. Chesed starts in the home. A person has naturally loving feelings for his family. And through loving of the close ones, then we learn to love others outside our, our personal and closest circle. Imagine a world, imagine a world where there's only, there's only, we're all in it alone. Where would we learn chesed? Where would we learn? HaKadosh Baruch Hu put it into our teva that once we have a family, there's a greater level of love for that family we want to give and that will be a model for all those outside the family. That's the ultimate goal of a family. Therefore, now the, the Rav Sarotskin says, what's the difference between Parshas Bamidbar and Parshas Pinchas? Let me add, there are 39 years difference between Bamidbar and Parshas Pinchas. If we remember, Aaron and Miriam have already died. Right, we're in the 40th year. They died last last week's Parsha. Remember, in the middle of Parshas Chukas is the 40-year, 38-year gap between the end of Korach and Chukas. Korach's all the way at the beginning of the 40 years, of the, their, their, their journeys in the Midbar. And then all of a sudden you get to Chukas and Miriam is, 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 is died and what happened? There were 38 years that we discussed that last year, the blackout years, as Rev Salvation called it. What exactly, the only thing we know about those, that's between those, those years is the message of Paraduma. We discussed that last year, Parshas Chukas. So says the Rev Saratskin, What was the type of existence that we had in the Midbar? Did we have family existence then? Did the father have to bring home the dough? Was there 
little units that lived in separate houses? Yeah, they lived in tents. But we were all surrounded by the Ananim. We all lived more as Shvatim than as families. And our Kodesh Baruch Hu took care of us. And we had the Ma'an and the Air, we had larger groups. We were like one big family. The Golem were mafred in terms of who marched where and where we had to encamp, and that's why we were only counted as Shvatim. That's why no families are mentioned. But now we fast forward to the last year. But what's going on now? He's being we're about to go there to Israel. Yoshua ben Nun is going to split up the land with us. Ukvar yatsu min hamidbar. The ain ananim. The ain be'er mishutefes lechal ha'am. Where the Anan of the Be'er? I don't know if it's not there anymore. Chazal say that they stayed still B'schus Moshe until they all three left, but it wasn't in the same way. Va'od ma'at ve'yifsok amon. The mon's going to stop soon. U'b'nei Yisroi Yispazor b'chol kitzvei ha'aretz midon v'ad b'er all of a sudden, they're going to be spread out amongst the land. Yeah, they'll live in their nachla of each shevet, but they're still going to live much more, much sep- in a more separate manner. Ramad Hashem Lahem, so Hashem says to them, you know what? Let me teach you about family. Let me teach you the message and the goal that I want you to have in life. Not only am I splitting up the part, you know, all Ruvain go over here. And all the, besides the, the practical headaches, the logistical problems that we would have if it was just split up by Shevet and not by family. says, no, no, no. I'm not only interested in a Shevet unit. I'm interested in family units. That's the message of this week's parsha as compared to the other countings. All of a sudden, we have families. Anybody have a simcha this week? It's a great, uh, it's a great simcha vart. This is the parsha of families, right? Either parsha's bracious or parsha's pinchas. Right? Lotovayos and Lavada was the root of it, but in practical terms, it's once we go into Eretz Yisrael and we're split up in families, and that's mishpachas ha'chanuchi, mishpachas ha'palui, all the families listed right here. Now we emphasize the importance of a family structure. Okay. Let's continue. So after we have some of the families, in the middle of Ruvain. So we have Fatiftacharat as because once we're talking about Ruvain, we get to those who died in the in the um, rebellion of Korach. Fatiftacharat as Pia, Vatiflo Osam as Korach Mosaida, they they were swallowed up. Baachol Haishas Khamish Musaim Ish Fayulanes. The lands the ground swallowed them up. Pasigud Awaf, an entire Pasik to tell us Uvene Korach Lomesu. The children of Korach did not die. No, we even have to heal them from them. Right, even on Rosh Hashanah. That's the one we say seven times. What happened to them? They didn't die. So where were they? Says Rashi. They were in the Eitzah first. Right? They agree with Korach. They had a Hirhur Shuva during the Machlokas. They were thinking, maybe it's 
Maybe Moshe's right. Maybe we shouldn't. They were, they were thinking to themselves. Lefichach, therefore, nisbatzer lohem makom gavoa begehenim. V'yashvusham. Therefore, Hashem gave them a very comfortable sofa to sit on in Gehenim. A separate place of Gehenim, they lived there. Ever think about this, Rashi? They had to hear her tshuva, and therefore, they didn't have to go down to a hundred floors below ground, but only ten floors below ground. They had a makam gavoa begehenim. Maybe that's why we can hear them screaming every Rosh Chodesh, like we discussed a few weeks ago. That Moshe Emmets was a Rasa Emmets, because they were high up. They were high up. What's going on here with this Rashi? They didn't die. Yeah, they have a nice, they have a, it's not so hot. Right? The temperature is, is not so hot there. They have a good place. What is that? Did they do tshuva? Did they not do tshuva? The Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted to reward them, so don't send them to Gehenim. And if you, and if their tshuva was not, uh, what it should have been, then they should, then they should be there. So what, what does this mean that Nisbatzalahem Makum Gavola Gehenim? Exactly, we're supposed to, how are we supposed to understand this? It says of Sternbach, source number four. Tabadas. Nira Bibir in Yinze. Hihine Bene Korach, Biyotsam Beitas Averazu, Hayulahem Laacharmikan. They were with this, they were in this Eitsa. Kisha'Allah Beliblam, hear her tshuva. What should they have done when they had that thought of tshuva? That's step one. But what should they have done? They all of a sudden should have acted upon it. All of a sudden, the Bnei Korach had these hear hurray tshuva, but they didn't start talking to others about it. They didn't think to themselves, oh, I have a hear tshuva. Maybe if I open up my mouth and try to influence someone else, they'll also have a hear her tshuva. And they'll also try to th- realize that Moshe MS. The Hamloasu came, but they didn't follow through. They did not talk to their friends. What do you know they thought to themselves? You know, we th- we realize that maybe we're mistaken, so we're gonna be saved. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. That's what they thought to themselves. They didn't, they didn't care enough to share their feelings. And they could have been mashpia. They felt that, I'm okay. I'm in a state of tshuva. And therefore, I'm good. Hashem said, I'm going to give you exactly what you felt. What does that mean? They had a high place to get him. You're right, you did something. Did they do any, did they act on their tshuva? No. Did they go to Moshe? No. So what they do, they stayed amongst the Rishayim, but they kept themselves separate. So you know what Hashem says? I'll keep you with the Rishayim, but I'll keep you separate. They didn't feel that Achrayis to act. Obviously, it wasn't a complete um, true tshuva, because as we know, even one second of tshuva can get you out of Gehenim. But maybe the fact that they didn't want to share it or help others was a reflection that it itself was warped and 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 uh, stained. The fact that they didn't want to help others, but Hu says, "Okay, you feel you feel separate from the the rest of them, so you'll have a separate place." That's why they didn't get to Ganeda because Klal Yisrael, you have to be part of the Klal. Kilo hirgishu atzlam shutafim They did not feel. Included in partnership in the destiny of their brethren. 
And says the Tabadas, that's a message for us. It's not something that we, only good enough that we feel something, but it's that we act upon it and we try to teach others. If we see something and people doing something wrong, we have to realize that we shouldn't just take it ourselves. We have to feel ourselves as responsible. To our, to our Achenu. And once we do that, we could get the Schar. Somebody who doesn't feel and worry about their friend, their brothers. They won't get the Schar. They'll stand on the other side, just like the Adas Korach would stand on the other side. We have to feel part of it. And we have to just not, just worry about ourselves. Very important a message that we can learn from this Gemara Mesechas Megillah and Daf Chafches The Gemara there discusses the concept of the Vatlin Talmud Torah to go to a hespid for Kavod Ames. So, and the Gemara also talks about what type of hespid are you allowed to have in a Beis Hakneses. So the Gemara discusses there that there are certain rules for those. Oh, I'm sorry, it's on Chaf Testament Aleph. The Gemara discusses certain limits. How many people? How many people? How many people? A hundred, six hundred thousand, hundred. Other than I mean, huge amounts. That's what we always go to Leviyas or Mevatel Torah. But the Gemara ends off by saying all these limits are Hanimili Lamantakari Vitani. That's only for somebody who learned. Somebody Tabat Chacham. There are certain limits. Avolamanda Masni. Someone who didn't just learn but shared his learning. Leslie Shira. There's no Shear. Meaning you got to go to give him covet. Covet the 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 uh, the the chesed shall emes going to going to Leviah. Why? Because that's the level that we have to be at. Not just tani, but masni. Like Tavadas says, not just those who have a hero tshuva themselves, but if it is in our power to do what we can in order to spread the wealth, to spread the hero tshuva. So again, it was mida keneged mida. Two mida keneged mida vards tonight. The first one of Pinchas, the chesed and the chesed, the slanomer, and the Tavadas of the Bnei Korach Lomes. Okay. Benoslavchad. Two thoughts on Benoslavchad. As we know... The next parsha, those they were mechabiv the aretz. The pasuk tells us in Perachav Zion, pasuk gimel, Perachav Zayin, pasuk gimel. After all of the all of the uh, names are listed, Slavchad is mentioned earlier, but Perachav Zion is the main the main focus. The daughters of Slavchad, and we go back five generations, came to Moshe Rabbeinu. They were from Menashe, and the Torah lists off all five names. And the Torah doesn't always list off names of characters. Sometimes it'll leave, up, leave it up to Chazal to mention names. Here the Torah feels it's so important enough to list all five names. They stood up in front of all the Ada. The women, the women spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu in front of everybody. Avinu Midbar, our father died, Moshe. He was not in Korach. He had his own personal sins. But the important part for us is Didn't have sons. We don't want our father's name to be blotted out of history. So they wanted a plot. Two thoughts. First idea. What's the emphasis of 
Lo hayu ba'adas korach. Okay, so there were many averis. But dafka, lo hayu ba'adas korach. So Rashi quotes one idea. Lefisha hayu boz lo mar bechet omeis. Nizke golomar lo bechit mislodinim velo ba'adas korach. Shizu HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He wasn't one of the rebellers against God. He wasn't such, a, such an egregious person. He died because everybody has chatayim. Right? Only four people that didn't sin. Sin. Korach was, and, and um, he wasn't one of them. It was his own sin. And the Chazal said maybe he was a Makoshish, maybe he was one from the Mafilim, but he wasn't an Adas Korach. Okay, that's a Rashi. Says the Meshachachma. Says the Meshachachma. Source number five. Yitachain dehoyu darshanios. These Benos Lavcha, they were very, very, they were darshanos, darshanios. They could have given, they were the Rashi Yeshiva. Not the, really the Rashi Yeshiva, but they were Chachamos. They were, they knew the halachas. And they darshaned as follows. This was their svara. Vahayu yodos, shaharuge bezdin nechseim liyarshim. They know that there were two different laws in halacha. When people are killed for halachic reasons. If Bezdin kills somebody, Rahman al-Islam puts them to death, which the mission in Makkah says didn't happen too often. If Bezdin kills somebody, their Nechasim go to the Yarshim. Right? If Ruben's put to death, so Ruben's kids gets his, gets the Yarshim him. Nechseim the Yarshim. Haruge Malchus, Nechseim Lamelech. But the Haruge Malchus, if somebody is killed because he was more of a Malchus, the king takes his portions. The king takes all of his assets. That's the Lachin Sanhedrin. Says the Meshachachma, amazing. Umosha Hayamelech, Moshe the din of a Melech, and Yoshua after him, or the source of Marbamachos is Yoshua Paragalif, but really Moshe Abain also the din of a Melech. Kamosha Amar, Vayihi Vishurin Melech, as it says in Zosa Bracha. Vyafshal, not Lushavat Levi, Chalak, Baaret, and even though Shiva Levi didn't have a Chalak, Yitachain to Hayanosin Lisrael, buying Yaf and Mishalo. But even so, they would have given, they would have given Lisrael. Vilachain. So the Benos Lavcha says, Moshe, Moshe, we want our father's chilek. And don't think he lost his chilek. Don't think he died in Korach and he was moreid behind you. And he was Barba Machas and he wouldn't have a chilek. Because Adas Korach, remember all of their possessions went down the, down the drain, down the hole. But let's see, the land didn't go down. So any portion, Lachain in Mace Lacheto Minama Filim, Obashul Makoshi Jaitsim, Biyama Shabbos. If he died in any of the other sins that Chazal attributed to him, so then fine. Bezdin puts him to death, so we want his chilek. Avaladas Korach, Sheher Imo al Moshe, Lahasiro Memshalto, Havik Haruge Malchus. Korach was a Morib Malchus. You're going against the authority of Moshe. Lachain Amru, that's why they emphasize. Lohayabadas Korach, he wasn't a Morib, he wasn't Morib Malchus. And therefore, Nechsehem, Yarshim. And we are the Yarshim. And that's the emphasis. Says the Meshachachma, alluding to a halacha that we know from later on in Mesech Hashanah. Second idea related to Benoslavchad. Second idea. An Emes Liakov. This is another, it's a take-home Emes Liakov. There's a Gemara. Well, let's see the Rashi first. Rashi says that what the Benos Lafchat say, we want it because he didn't have a son. If he had a son, we wouldn't be complaining. If he had one son, we know our lachas of Yerusha. What are the laws of Yerusha? That daughters don't yarshin when there are children, when there are sons. So Rashi says, ki lo ben. Says Rashi, ha'im ha'ya lo ben. Lo ha'yu tovos klum. They wouldn't, they knew. Magi shachachmanios ha'yu. 
Right, they were Chachmanius, they knew the halachas of Yerusha. We're not getting into, Bizman what does one want to do, will do, if one wants to give his daughters? Okay, not for now. The Medrash says, and the Gemara says it also, in Mesechah Baba Basra, line 6, Amar Rav Huna, right, that, or even before that, Vayim B'Sifri, the third line, Shemavor Yosem Mizeh, Vahainu Shedarshu, Shemhayu Lo Basben, Lo Hayinu Tovos. The Medrash says, not only did they know the halacha of, hey, if there was a son here, if we had a brother, we won't be complaining. Even if we had a brother that had a daughter, and she was our niece, we also wouldn't be complaining. Because we know Bas Haben goes before Bas also. Because that's the rule in Hilchus Yerusha. If you have a son, so then a son or any progeny from the son, from the son goes before the next in line. That's the law, that's the halacha of Hilchus Yerusha. The Gemara tells us in Masechus Baba Basra, this was a major dispute between the Tztukim and the Prushim. This law, granddaughter, meaning daughter of a son and a daughter. Let's say Reuven has a son and Reuven has a daughter. And then Reuven's son has a daughter. So that granddaughter gets all the Yerusha. The Tztukim were very upset at that. They said that's impossible. It's a Kavachomer. Let's read it. It's a good, I, it's a good answer. I just gave it to you in, in Rabbi Yaakov. Line 6. If anybody says a daughter should get some type of chilek along with the daughter, the son's daughter, don't listen. It's a maizet stukim. And there's a whole blot of Gemara. And at the end of the Gemara, it says that the uh, Prushim were able to dispute and win the argument with the Tzdukim and they made it a Yantif. They made a Yantif! Asu Yantif, the Gemara says at the end of that Sugya. And the Shaila is, there were many arguments between the Tzdukim and the Prushim. This one is such an exciting one. Okay, you understand the logic of the Tzdukim. You could say, hey, if it isn't a daughter closer than a granddaughter, and a daughter should get, and not a granddaughter. So we have the Lundus, we have the Lundus, that it goes through the sun. But what, what's the what's the godless of this machlokas? You know we know, but the by Mimachos Hashabbos that's a biggie, that's a biggie. When is the Yontif of Shuvas Kabbalah Satora? But Yish line line eleven Esrav Yaakov Maro Lasos Yom Ze Yontif Vechi Bechol Pabsh and Nitzchus at Stukim Beza Halacha Asu B'Shuvas Yontif. Every time they won they won an argument. Says Rav Yaakov, unbelievable. He says no. Understand the significance of this machlokas. What's the root of the machlokas? What are the Prushim saying by saying that a daughter of a son goes before a daughter? They're saying that the son's not really dead. They're saying that we believe that there's still a connection that runs from the father to the son to the daughter. You don't look at the daughter versus granddaughter in a vacuum. We believe that there's still a nefesh in the afterlife. We believe that there's a concept of Yerusha Bekever. We believe that there's a continuation, there's another world, there's an Olam Haba. There's, there's something that continues afterwards, and you don't say once somebody dies, boom, they're finished and forgotten, and now there's just a daughter versus a granddaughter. No! This is a granddaughter that comes through the koach of her father, who even though he's not here now, but he still has significance. And the Tzdukim didn't want to accept that. And the Tzdukim say, what are you talking about? Daughter, granddaughter. That's the symbolism of this Machlokas. Line 17. 
Even though you think, you read this Gemara and you think, what is so exciting about this Machlokas in Boa Basra? It's already on Daf Kuf Tezvav. I know I have 60 blot to go in this Masechta. Just get me through Yesh Nochlin. The answer is no. You've got to read, learn the significance. It's a Machlokas about one of the tenets. What were the Tzdukim thinking? If a granddaughter that comes through a son, They denied the soul remaining after life. The idea of yarshening bekever through the halacha of mishmush, that means rolling through the... They reject that. No! You go by the personal connection of kurva with the morish. It only goes through the, to the grandfather. Granddaughter, daughter. Of course the daughter gets. But we say no, no. But we say the next column. That was the machlokas. Goes back and forth. And that's why they made it in a yantif. Because this is a machlokas about Olam Haba. This is a machlokas that there's an afterlife. And there's, 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 uh, something that, that exists even after the Pruzdar, after Olam Hazeh. That's an Amos Liakov. A detail in Hilchas Yerusha, but it's something that the Bnos Slavchot also knew. Bnos Slavchot said, if there was a daughter of a brother that we had, we also wouldn't say a word. But there's nobody. That's the Bnos Slavchot. Okay, two more ideas for the evening. One all the way at the end, and then one we'll go back to the, an earlier piece. The end of Pinchas, as we know, is the laning for all the Yamatovim, it's all the Musafin, and there is a remez to a halacha. A remez to a halacha towards the end. As we know, the days of Sukkot, there is a mitzvah of Nisachamayim, pouring water on the Mizbeach every day of Sukkot. It's the only days of the entire year that water was poured on the Mizbeach. Every single day of the year, wine was poured on the Mizbeach. On the southeast corner, wine was poured. But for Sukkot, for those days, also water was poured. How do we know? What's the source for Nisachamayim? So the Gemara in the beginning of Sechus Tainus, the Beit of Gimel, says a couple of ideas. Some say, it's Allah Chavosh Sinai. It's one opinion, Rabbi Yeshua. But there's another shita that says it's hinted to in the text itself. Why? Because if you look at Sukkis, we have on Ubayom Hasheni, Ubayom Hasheni, Pasig Yud Zayin, all at the end, Chavtes Yud Zayin, Ubayom Hasheni, Parim Shnei Bnei Bakar, Shnei Masari, Lem Shnei Vechulu Vechulu, we got the last Pasig, Siri Zivachar Chatas, Bavad Alas Atomad, Umin Chasad, Viniskei Hem. All the other Pesukim say Viniska, Viniska. Here it says Viniske Hem. So you have an extra Mem. That's on day two. Then if you have day six, Ubayama Shmini, Parim Shmoni, Lim Shrank, Vazabi Shana Baza Tmimim, Sirchadazachad, Novadalat Abed, Minchasa, Unisacheha. An extra Yud instead of Viniska. 
So that's the Mem, and then you have the Yud. And then on the next day, Bayom HaShvi, you have Sir Chatas Echad, Pasuk Lama Dalid, Milvad Olas HaTamid, Minch, I'm sorry, I miss, I'm in Pasuk Lama Gimel. Kabimis Param Kamishpatam. Right? Instead of Kamishpat. An extra Mem. So Mem Yud Mem. Remez Lanisa Chamayim. Is that a Dindar Is that a Dindar Abanon? Is that a Remez? How do you, how do you understand that Limud? Okay. Mem Yud Mem. Just a, just a Ha'ara. Just a Ha'ara. Torah Tamim in source number seven says, What are the, one of the reasons, the symbolism of why we pour water on Sukkis, as the Gemara tells us, is because we're judged on water on Sukkis. We always try to do a mitzvah with what we are judged on. We bring Bikurim on Shuas, because that's the day we're judged on Paris Elon. We bring ourselves on Rosh Hashanah as an Akedah, because that's the day we're judged. As the, says the uh, Rav Asher Weiss. But says the Gemara, what about Sukkot? We bring a, we do an Avodah with water because that's what we are judged on. The Gemara, though, in Sukkot, Davnun says, Kore la mitzvah zu, line four, mitzvah chashuva uba'a mishesh yimei The Gemara in Sukkot calls this a very important mitzvah, mishesh yimei What is the connection to sheshes yimei So he gives a svar and then he says a beautiful remez. Sheshes yimei he says that's when water was created. So just like water was created then, we want water to be created now. We want it to come down as much as possible. That's the Nisa Chamayim, the connection to Shei Shemei Just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu did it then, Bi'ito Ubizmano, so too we want HaKadosh Baruch Hu to do it, to do it now. She'inyan, line 20, Inyan Nisa Chamayim, Bechlal Balataklus, Yeridah Takshamim, Beteva Shachachak, Beis Briyas Olam. Right, that's what we want. And then he has it, uh, an amazing Ha'ara, just a Ha'ara. If you look closely, If you look in Perak Aleph of Rashis, in Pasuk Beis, Pasuk Vav, and Pasuk Zion, Mayim is mentioned. Why Dafka? In Sukkis, why Dafka day two, six, and seven have the remez to Nisachamayim? Because those are the psukim at the beginning of Brashas that have the word Mayim in it. And if there's a connection between Nisachamayim and Maisa Brashas, just like we dive it for water now, because we know Akadosh Baruch created water then and we want him to create water again, so too that's the parallel between two, six, and seven. Those are the psukim at the beginning of Brashas that have the word Mayim in it. Right, Pasuk Beis, and he continues, Kodesh Baruch Hu Yikavu HaMayim, Pasuk Beis, Pasuk, I don't have it in front of me, Beis, Vav, and Zion, that is where the, uh, it is, it is alluded to. Okay, that is, uh, number one. Last thought for the evening comes from Rabbi Salah Radinsky, the Mishkan Mitzalah. Back a little bit. I don't want to end with that Torah Tamima. I'm going to end with this. So go back to Parachavches, beginning of Parachavches. Beginning of Parachavches. If you look at actually, just outside, at the end of Parachavzayin, Moshe Rabbeinu asks Hashem, I need a leader. I need a leader. Pasuk Tezayin. Yifkod Hashem alakei aruchos l'chal basar ish al ha'ida. Please appoint someone. Asher yetzei l'fneim, basher yavo l'fneim, basher yotziim, basher yiv. Living in Beit Shemesh. Uh, we go, we look out on the mountain sometimes and, uh, we see the sheep out there and you see if there's no, if there's no leader of the, of the pack, if there's no shepherd, then they, they just go where they they shouldn't be going. So the, you need that shepherd. So that's what Moshe Rabbeinu says. 
You know, he doesn't want to leave Bnei Yisrael, Katsan Asher Ein Lohem Ro'eh. So Hashem says to Moshe, take Yeshua, V'chulu, V'chulu, and right after that, Right after that, we have Aydam Hashem Moshe Lamer Sabbath Bnei Yisrael Mertalim Karbani Lachmi Lishai Reyek Luchachi. We have the Carbon Tumid. The Carbon Tumid Ma Kesher between Moshe Rabbeinu asking for a leader and the Carbon Tumid. So Rashi tells us Ma Amar Lamalo Yifkod Hashem Hashem should appoint Amar Lo Akodesh Baruch Hu Ad Shaata Mitzaveni Al Banai Tzaveis Banai Alai Before you command me about my children, command your children about me. Meaning, before you tell me what to do for them, tell them what to do for me. Right? That is what Hashem says. He gives a marshal, the basmel shall Okay, but what exactly does that mean? Ask the Mishkan Betzalel. Command them about me. So what? The dafka the carbon tamid. What is the what is the connection between the carbon tamid? There has to be a, a deeper message between Hakadosh Baruch Hu saying you're asking for a leader, carbon tamid. What exactly is the connection? What's so special about this carbon that we also know the halacha that the carbon tamid has to be the poles that the whole day is surrounded by the first first carbon of the morning, the last carbon um, in the evening. So what exactly is the message? So many point out the Mishkan Mitzala as well points out here that the uniqueness of the carbon tamid that is pointed out, but he puts it into this context. Let's see how he says it. Vahabir Yireh Bipshuto, back page, line 7. Shechil HaGadol Yish Beimine Sraros Lamalucha. There's a difference between various positions of authority and power and a king, and the leader that Moshe Rabbeinu was looking for. Not only that the king is higher up, and he does not have to have be kafuf to anyone, Yish Odi Tarn Lamelech, there's another element of a king that he must realize. Every leader has personal time. Every leader has certain family time, personal time to take care of his own needs. But not a melech. A melech is, as the Raman calls him, Lev Kal Yisrael, a melech is completely a Nitzig Yisrael. There's no moment that he's potter from this achrayis. Every moment. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Just like Tzon, the sheep can't be abandoned for a moment. So to Bnei Yisrael cannot be abandoned for a moment. The alzos heishivu Hakadosh Baruch Hu shekamosh atam avakish mimani mashkiach timidi shelo yitzarchi am penuyim. That's what Hashem answers. You're asking me to do something constant. Tell them to do something constant for me. I need the carbon tumid. Carbon tumid symbolizes every single day, day in day out. They do it for me. I'll give them what they need. Right, the Medrash that's quoted in the Kakdamata in Yaakov, we've quoted this before, the three Machlokas, what the most important Pasik in the, in the Torah is. Is it Shmai Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad? Is it V'yadlo Echa Gamocha? Is it Esachev Esachat Haseb HaBoker? V'esachev Hashanit Haseb HaNerbayim? The idea of consistency. The idea of every single day. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Moshe, you want a leader? I need to ask this of us. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be our leader and he will give us the leaders that we need. But we have to realize the avoda that's demanded of us. Everybody should have a good Shabbos.